All right. Good morning again. Again, it is awesome to to see each of you, to celebrate our mothers and worship a risen Savior. And um, this morning in the middle, or yes, last week in the middle of the sermon, it stormed. I actually did. Again, I preached up a storm. I'm like, man, that's never done that. And this week I'm going to talk about storms. I'm going to talk about storms and talk about moms. And again, just thank you all so much for being great mothers and being who you are. And often you are the calming influence during a storm, and I appreciate you. I've been blessed with. Uh, a lot of wonderful ladies who helped raise me, my mom, and, and in my house I had two moms because our, uh, our grandmother lived there also. My grandmother lived there also, so uh, learned so much from, from them and blessed with a lot of ladies in church. Uh, you know, if you look at the foundation of my faith, you know, I have so many Ladies, to thank, and I, I appreciate each of you, and just how you do know how to love and, and care. Um, but again, sometimes uh, there are storms in life. I've been scared before. I've been scared in a storm before. I've been in a school before where I'm supposed to be the commenting influence, and there's a tornado warning, and we had to pull the kids in the hall and tell them everything's going to be okay. And again, I, when I think of that, I think of that about the calming influence of, of moms with that. And, and when you do that, and I don't know how many of you have actually been in a school during that time, but it's hard to tell kids everything's okay when it's storming that loud. But I'll tell you, when, when stuff like that happens, kids do exactly what they're told. It don't matter. It could be the, it could be the one that they usually don't. They're going to they're get on their knees. They're going to be doing what they're supposed to do. And, but what makes it really, really hard is when you tell them everything's going to be okay, you turn around your classroom window, there's a dumpster floating down because <laughs> it's rained so much. That happened one time. I'm like, yeah, they're, just, they're taking the trash out. You know, everything is under. We've got this. But sometimes there's things in storms that happen that are a little bit out of our control. Out of the control of, of, of us as people. And also out of control even of mothers, no matter how great they are. And we have to depend on our Savior. Those are the type of storms I'm going to talk about today. And I'm going to start out by reading in Mark. I'm going to read chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them and in the boat, just as he was, others were, others, other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that the boat was already being swamped. But he, said, but, but he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? 
He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased, and there was a dead calm. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? And this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for that word. Lord, thank you for the calming influence in our lives, Lord. I just pray that as we go through this lesson, Lord, this lesson, Lord, that you, um, you touch the hearts of everyone listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Getting, I think I keep hitting it. I don't know. Anyway, storms. There, man, there was a storm Friday Friday evening. It got pretty rough in a few places. Um, I was uh, at school before it happened, and then uh, usually I get Ricky on Friday evenings. Uh, most of you met my cousin Ricky, and and um, we have a routine we go to Owen's restaurant on Friday evening and he eats a turkey sandwich pickle only and uh, we have a great time but we had we were going to chaperone a senior party at school Friday evening and mom picked Ricky up and brought him to school and and we went to Owen's I got him something to eat and we came back and I'm tired sometimes teaching can be tiring especially this time of year on a Friday so we get back from dinner, and there's a teacher's lounge right beside my classroom. And I said, Ricky, I said, let's go in this teacher's lounge for a second. You've never been in here. And there's a couch in there. I said, Ricky, I'm going to lay down for a minute. I said, wake me up in 30 minutes. I was joking. <laughs> Man, there was a nice pillow. I went to sleep. <laughs> I was worn out. I went to sleep. And I hear Ricky going out the door. And I looked, I said, Ricky, you okay? He's like, yeah. He said, I was just going to check the time in your classroom to make sure it was, had really been that long. But I fell asleep. He woke me up, and then we uh, went. I don't know how long I would have slept if he hadn't. But um, sometimes we're tired. And again, teaching's tiring. What we do for a living is tiring. What we do as family members sometimes can be tiring, and we need to rest. We need to rest. We need to let the problems of the world go, and we need to just lay there for a minute. I'm not comparing myself to Jesus, but Jesus was human. He needed to rest also. He'd been teaching all day that day. And as he goes and gets in the boat and goes across it, he finds a good time for a nap. During his nap, the windstorm arose. The disciples got scared. They woke him up. And he wakes up and rebukes the wind and calms the sea. Can you imagine being in the middle of the sea, scared to death? And you wake a man up that's with you, that has the power to calm a storm. They were amazed. Just read the story amazes me. Again, I haven't been in a few storms. Just anybody with that much power amazes me. This story has actually had, uh, I've read a lot of children's Bible lessons from this scripture. 
There's songs written about it. But again, the amazement of someone who was walking with them that can calm a storm. But I'm here to tell you today, that same person they were on that boat with can calm storms for us today. When we're in the middle of storms, we can call on him. He still does it today because we're not exempt from storms. As humans, there's going to be storms in our lives. Sometimes there's actual storms and sometimes there's figurative storms in our lives. Things happen. Things happen that we have no control over. And just like Jesus protected his disciples from the storms, from the storm that day, he can protect us. You see, as Christians, we have storms. We have literal storms. We've, we, we've gone through tornadoes, other, other type of storms. We also have storms of life. We have accidents. We have sickness. We have disappointments. Sometimes we get thrown things that we don't want to go through. Paul himself was not uh, exempt to storms. He writes in 2 Corinthians 11, he writes about uh, being beaten with rods. He received a stoning three times. and He was shipwrecked three times. Even the apostle Paul endured storms. Jesus does not promise the exemption of storms in our life. But I can promise you he's always with us during those storms. You see, we face storms sometimes because we're Christians. You see, Jesus warned us of this in John 16, 33. He said, I've said to this to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you may face persecution. But take courage, I have conquered the world. In other words, he's already conquered the storm for us. We need to take peace and put our cares in his arms because he's already done it for us. Paul warned his fellow disciples also about storms. Peter wrote about it in 1 Peter 4.12. He said, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that is taking place among you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. We're not exempt to storms. But one thing that we can and we are assured of is Jesus helps us deal with these storms. And I want to teach you a few things that he gives us today that helps us fight these storms. When we put our faith in him. And the first thing is faith. We have to have faith that when we're in the middle of a storm of life, whether again it be an actual storm, it be a storm that we're in our personal life, our spiritual life, we know we got to have faith that Jesus is in control. He's with us. That faith can only come from him. And the next thing we need is his word. When we're in the middle of a storm, we need to read scripture. We need to study what God's word says about these storms, what God's word says about the life of a Christian. We need to be in prayer. We need to be in constant communication with God. Things are going good, things are going bad. We need to be in constant communication with our Lord and Savior. It's hard for him to give us peace if we're not even talking to him. When we're not even reaching out to him, it's hard for him to show us that assurance. We need to be talking to the Lord constantly. Again, I told you, I, I, I pray quite a bit. I'm blessed with a long commute to work every day, and I pray during that commute. 
I listen to a sermon and I, and, and, I, and, I, and I listen to music and I pray. And thank God you don't have to close your eyes to pray. Or it would be a dangerous storm out there for all of the interstate. But some of my best praying is done behind the steering wheel. And some of the people that are around me, I'm sure they're praying too when they see me. And I know when Rhonda rides with me, she prays a lot. Sometimes she shouts even. But, uh, but we need to be in constant prayer. The other thing we need is we need to remember his sacrifice. What he's already done for us. How he's already conquered the storms. The storms of our lives that happen, our spiritual storms. Jesus has already sacrificed for that. He's made a sacrifice so we can have that peace. Sometimes it may feel like we're perishing, but he's already saved us. Sometimes we may be scared. When we're scared, we need to pray. When we're scared, that's when we, our faith needs to show up. To overcome fear. To overcome fear, as we read scripture and pray, our faith also grows. Faith that God will protect us. Just like he promises us in Psalm 46, 1 through 3. He says, God is our refuge. And strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the hearts of the sea, though its, water, its waters roar and foam through the mountains tremble with tumult. Again, we are not to fear. Our faith should show up in those times. You see, faith that God will deliver us physically and spiritually. You see, Jesus reveals in the story the role of faith in the midst of storms. You can say, well, the disciples didn't have any faith. They were scared. They were. But they knew who to call on. They knew who to wake up. They knew who to communicate with. They knew who to place their faith in. That's what we should do today. Again, there's going to be storms. Sometimes the batteries just run down in the middle. Right when you're trying to make a point, I think maybe we're back on. Okay. Change this. It's going to get on my nerves. I can do this. I can multitask. I can hold the baby if you bring it. I can do it all. No, I'm just kidding. I can't. But I can change a couple of batteries real quick. Well, maybe not real quick. Can you hear me now? Sorry about that. What? Okay. There it is. Some of you are saying, darn. <laughs> that was peace for a second. No. But again, we rely on Jesus and the promises that he's going to take care of the storms for us. And again, prayer is our best weapon in times of fear. Again, the, the disciples knew who to call on in the middle of their storm. They knew who to wake up. They knew who to place their faith in. Do we? 
When things are going, it seems like they're falling apart around us. Do we, knew, do we know who to call on? Again, the same Lord and Savior that was in the boat that day with the disciples is ready to calm your storm right now. He still has that power right now. He's with us right now in the boat. I've heard the, the saying that we're all in the same boat. Sometimes that's not true. We're all in the same storm. But what you take in the boat with you, the faith, the word, the prayer life that you take in the boat with you can calm you when other people are being tossed and turned. Again, the storm may be the same, but our equipment's a little different than people who don't have Jesus. We need to use our equipment. We need to use prayer. We need to use his word. We need to rely on each other for comfort. But the biggest thing we need to rely on is what Jesus has already done for us. He's already made a way through the storm. Because we can't do it on our own. I've been in some storms that if there hadn't been other people around me, I don't know what I would have done. So we rely on each other. But again, we've got to have faith. We've got to remind each other that Jesus has already calmed that storm. You see, he did it through his sacrifice. He did it through his sacrifice. Not because he had to do it. That was his purpose. That's why he was on earth. But he did it because he loves us that much. When we think about the love of our mothers, who love us so much, it doesn't compare with the love that Christ has for us. He made the ultimate sacrifice. So we can weather the storms. The worst storm we could be in our life is when Jesus is offering us his grace and we're not accepting it. When we're not relying on that grace to get through life. That's the worst storm we can be in. Again, he made the sacrifice so we can live with him eternally. Again, the storm's already calmed. We just need to put our faith in him. You see, Christ shed his blood to spare us from the storm. By obeying him, by doing what his word says, by accepting his grace and mercy, we can live with him in paradise where there won't be any storms. You see, Jesus stands right now ready to save us and protect us from the storms of life. You see, everyone's going to face these storms. Metaphorically and actual storms, spiritual storms. Everybody's going to face them. We've got to remember that Jesus has already paid the price. He's already calmed the storm. He's already taken care of it for us. We just need to put our faith in him. We need to accept that grace that only comes from him. Again, it's okay to be scared sometimes. The disciples were scared, but we've got to remember who to call on when we are. We've got to remember that we serve a Savior, that even the wind and sea obey him. If the wind and sea obey him, can we obey him too? Are we ready to call on him for our storms of life? Again, he's paid the sacrifice. I just pray that if you're here this morning, you haven't accepted his Grace through his ultimate sacrifice that you come to that knowing, loving relationship of a risen Savior today. A Savior who can calm those storms. 
And I pray for you this morning, if you have accepted his grace, but you're in the middle of a spiritual storm or a physical storm right now, that you remember who to call on. He's ready to save you right now. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all that you do. Lord, thank you for sending your Son that we can be saved. Lord, thank you for calming the storms in our life. Lord, that when things are going on around us that we don't understand, Lord, that we can put our faith in you. And you'll wrap your arms around us, Lord, and just show, me, show us your love and grace. Lord, I pray if there's anybody here or anybody listening online this morning that don't have that relationship with you, Lord, they come to a, that, that, that knowing, loving relationship that only comes through a relationship with Jesus. And we pray all this in your holy name. Amen.